<laughs> also, Emily. What? Welcome to Not So Famous. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> you too. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Welcome back, guys. Hey, welcome back to another wacky week. <laughs> <laughs> lots of things have lots, lots well, of things have I can't do this early in the morning. Before we get started, that's Emily. Hey. <laughs> that's Caroline. <laughs> hey. Um I I have a lot of stuff in our notes, but I'm uh-huh. like so many things happened this week. I feel like that I I'm worried that I didn't get all of it okay. for our <laughs> okay. weekly debrief. Okay, so we'll have to once we're de- finished, you'll have to be like, oh wait, you forgot wait. about this. Yes. <laughs> okay. okay. So a bunch of <laughs> really funny things happen, and a really <laughs> bunch of like nice and also kind of sad things happen this week, mm-hmm. like every single fucking week. <laughs> It's, it's good a, it's bad it's a mixed bag of it's a roller coaster yeah okay so to start off our weekly debrief mm-hmm. jojo siwa announced that she has a girlfriend on jimmy fallon she did she did and it was great mm-hmm. it was great yeah. i from the start have been like guys you guys are sleeping on jojo <laughs> haven't i <laughs> <laughs> yeah people are like oh <laughs> um people are always like she's she doesn't act her age she's Mm -hmm. gonna go crazy soon she really may yeah she also she might but (laughs) there's a possibility yeah there's always a possibility for that but she hasn't really had any like scandal for being except for the one where she (laughs) uh freaking was like no, that girl, what was her name from Dance Gianna. Was Gianna wasn't mean. And then <laughs> Chloe and Christy were like, to you. <laughs> they jumped out each other's throats for no reason for that. Yeah. <laughs> to you. And I, rem- I remember everyone was like, why can't you just let people have their feelings, JoJo? <laughs> like, relax. Relax. Yeah. Okay, so... This week, for some reason, I I don't know why this particular week, maybe it's been happening longer, but Mm -hmm. I've never seen it before. But there's a video of Dave Portnoy Mm -hmm. um, going around like it's it's fairly old. I think it's like a couple of years old now Mm -hmm. where he's saying the N word and the R word like pretty casually in an interview. And he's making like rape jokes. Just like out in the open like that? Like in an interview, like in an interview. And it was, like, sort of recent? A few years ago, I'd say. How old is Dave Portnoy, first of all? Gotta be in his 40s, Let right? Let me guess. I'm gonna say 37. Okay. I'm gonna say 41. Okay. The dude is 44. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so even if, even if this is 10 years ago, mm-hmm. he should fucking know better. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, honestly, I would not pa- um, put it past him if he did it yeah. yesterday. Pretty soon we're gonna have to have a really serious discussion about why Barstool Sports or whatever mm-hmm. the fuck that website is called is the awful website and just breeds bros, broskies, broskies, <laughs> not yoginis. What we need to be breeding. All right, so um, this is really like embarrassing and also wait caroline pretty hilarious should we talk about our yoga class oh yes okay so emily and i take a yoga class together it's a one credit yoga class and it's since we're in COVID 19 era we take Mm -hmm. it online over zoom (laughs) 
And our professor for that class is hilarious. And she's also my therapist. <laughs> she's also my therapist. Um, she will say things that I'm like, damn, is she really just talking to me right now? <laughs> like, <laughs> no, literally, after I introduced myself, I was like, I don't think she's talking directly to me because there's no way that she would know that kind of stuff about myself. Yeah. So she's talking to everyone, but she's getting very specific. Yeah. <laughs> she goes, people with anxiety are either living in the past or the future you have to learn how to live in the now you have to let go of that and I was like so true you little bitch I'm living in both of those times (laughs) (laughs) like I can't like I can't sorry Um, it was also also really funny because we had to so we had like the introductions for like an hour Mm -hmm. and then we had the transition to you know actually yoga-ing yeah and I was like, wait, okay, so we're doing this right now? So yeah. I, like, took my laptop and, like, threw it on the floor. Literally. <laughs> I have to figure out a setup for it because, I don't know. My head was literally under my bed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I ran out and got a yoga mat yesterday. Oh, you did? Yeah. Because I'm on hardwood floors. and Right. It, uh, yeah. But she was like, I fucked up my back, so we're not going to actually do yoga today. We're just going to do stretches that mm-hmm. make me feel good. I was like... <laughs> I admire that. Do what you need to do. (laughs) I say that now, but then, like, let me get to Thursday, and I'm like, ooh. Yeah, I'm like, do I sleep in, or do I actually do it? Um, But you were literally making me laugh so hard that, like, I thought, like, she would be like, why are you laughing? I really, that's, I... I cannot take classes with friends because the whole, I'll just live text you the whole time. I I had to, like, turn down my phone because I I cannot do this anymore. And, like, we weren't even, like, really saying, like, that funny things. No. But it's, like, you can't really laugh. You you shouldn't laugh on Zoom. And the thing is, is, like, there are certain people like Emily that I can just look at in, like, a serious (laughs) situation. And I'm like, oh, fuck, no. Don't laugh right now. And then my friend April said oh I see you laughing and smiling and I'm like don't say that (laughs) (laughs) yeah and my go-to always for zoom now is when I'm starting to laugh is just like rub my nose (laughs) like I'll just like put my hand like by my mouth and it's so obvious (laughs) I wonder if we'll like meditate that's that'll be interesting because I remember our freshman year um one of the girls on our floor would hold like a a floor meditation and yoga class which got a little wild (laughs) yes we were like I feel like that was our like one like our college cult like you know how everybody at state schools gets like (laughs) becomes a part of a cult for some reason sure yeah yeah (laughs) that was our time it was very culty and we made it out a good time we did Yo, I never thought I could meditate like that. (laughs) (laughs) No, literally, like, it feels like you're floating. I transcended. (laughs) But then Risha was like, our friend Risha was like, I don't need a white girl teaching me yoga. I'm Indian. (laughs) And then I was like, oh, you're right. I, like, I felt so bad because when she started getting, like, progressively, like, more crazier. (laughs) I felt bad, like, saying no, because she got, like, really offended if you didn't come. Yeah. I remember the one time where um, I showed up to yoga drunk, and I was, like, trying my hardest not to show that Fall I was over. Dr- yeah. <laughs> and we were doing, like, fucking down your, down, what, downward dog and shit like that. And, like, I throw up very easily. This is something we all know about my 
about me and like I was the whole time I was like oh fuck me like I need to go like (laughs) (laughs) need to go to the bathroom real quick yeah all right so back to the weekly debrief um this is embarrassing there is a hashtag going around called here for charlie mm-hmm. and it was for um charlie xcx because her producer slash friend sophie died mm-hmm. um which was like a horrific and very sudden death mm-hmm. i believe like she went up to her roof to look at the moon and she fell off her roof oh my god right isn't that awful and um so people were tweeting here for charlie <laughs> And Charlie D'Amelio thought, oh my god, that's so nice. This is for me. And she tweets out, like, I've been looking through the Here for the Charlie hashtag, and I just want you to know that I love you all so much. And you guys are all so sweet. I love my fans or something like that. And everybody was like, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> dot, 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 dot. If you go through the hashtag, there is nothing about Charlie D'Amelio there. I've read that if you go all the way to the beginning, mm-hmm. that it was originally for her. Before um, Be- Sophie's passing, right? Yes. Before mm-hmm. Sophie's passing, people were tweeting here for Charlie for Charlie D'Amelio. Mm-hmm. But I guess you could say the hashtag was co-opted <laughs> for Charlie XCX. Uh, Caroline, it's getting... Because I sent you something else. And I said, it's getting harder and harder. Okay, but this girl, this 16-year-old girl was like, I have pimples too. Like, it's not that big of a deal, okay? That's it. That was it. There's like one little tiny red spot. She's like, (laughs) she poses like really close to the camera. I don't think, okay, here's, okay. I don't like ride for the D'Amelio sisters, first of all. You don't what? I don't ride for them. What does that mean? Like, I'm, I don't know. Like, I, I'm not, like, I'm not a stan. You know what I mean? I just Bring think, Bring back no. the podcast. <laughs> okay, hold on, hold like on, hold on. Okay. Hold on. Mm-hmm. It's just, I think that they are two young girls who mm-hmm. people hate on just because they're, like, they're easy targets, okay? And I, I think a lot of it is rooted in misogyny. Mm-hmm. And honestly, if my younger sister... Mm-hmm. got famous off of tiktok dances which you and i both have that dream mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm fucking clinging on and i'm gonna start a music career i don't oh, give a shit absolutely. what anybody has to say absolutely i agree <laughs> i agree with that 100 percent. and if you say you would not do that you're lying to yourself you're a fucking liar <laughs> and you should see someone because you're lying i agree you're but lying when they, but when they do something that's like, what are you doing? I'm going to be like, th- okay. what are you doing? I think, let's call them out for going to the Bahamas. Mm-hmm. Let's let's call their, their fucking dad out. Because he said, I will never get over this. He goes, um, <laughs> um, things were getting really bad in LA for COVID. So we did what we had to do and we left. <laughs> call that behavior out. Fine. But Charlie D'Amelio posted a picture on Instagram of her surrounded by Squishmallows. Mm-hmm. And people were like, now these are going to be sold out. How dare you? you you're fucking sponsored by that. Like, <laughs> And I'm like, dude, she's 16. Let uh-huh. her fucking like Squishmallows. I fucking bought a Squishmallow <laughs> months ago. Who, who hasn't? Who hasn't, right? Literally. So I'm just, I, I'm all for calling them out when it's like for real shit. <laughs> yes like the here for the here for charlie hashtag that's embarrassing <laughs> like we, let's talk about it 
talk about it. No, I know. I get it. I don't hate it. I don't hate really anyone that I, I, like, say that I don't like. mm -hmm. But I see, and then people are, I see people a lot on TikTok making fun of Charlie, and then someone would be like, don't say this or she'll cry. And it's like, she cried on her Instagram live because people were sending her death threats. (laughs) People always being like, she's so, wait. Who, what what video was it where it was like oh they're so dramatic oh it was a paparazzi video I don't know how old it was but um the paparazzi guy was like oh Charlie are you tired of TikTok like are you done with TikTok and then t- Charlie was like I'm tired of just never being good enough for everyone and everyone's like she's so dramatic <laughs> I think it's just because she's young because she takes those like questions so seriously yeah it's like it's not she's she's 16 she's 16 I get it and Dixie's 19 which is also very young yeah me as a 22 year old being like that's so young <laughs> um look again like I said I'm all for calling out people for substance for things of substance mm-hmm. but like let the girl have a squish fellow. I don't know. Like, yeah, and also, fucking Emily. I'm trying to get on their fucking side. Oh, because me, if, Emily? Yes. <laughs> because if they ever fe- hear this fucking podcast yeah. and they hear me defending them to the ends of the earth, <laughs> I'll fucking cling on. No, I, I like them. I like them. It's just they do stuff to make me not like them. Yeah, but also, like, not to be this bitch... How come we're, we aren't going after the Lopez brothers? Right. Like, how come I, I never see people go after the Lopez brothers mm-hmm. the way they do the D'Amelio sisters? No, you're you're so right. Because they are, like, actually causing actual problems and, yes. like, serious issues. And um, this is later on in the... This is actually the next thing after Here for Charlie. But Andres Lopez, who is 24 years old, mm-hmm. I didn't know that there is, like, a whole video of him confessing um, so the 14 year old girl's mother calls him and she's mm-hmm. recording the whole thing. And she's like, how old are you? And he goes, I'm 24, ma'am. And she goes, do you know my daughter's 14? <sighs> That's really bad. Yeah. And he goes, I didn't know at the time. And she's like, I want to meet up because, you know, you could seriously go to jail. You know that those are the rep- mm-hmm. like." And he like, he's like, I know, ma'am. I know. Like he is admitting to. To, having yeah relations with a 14 year old mm-hmm. there's no way you didn't know 14 is yeah. so young and people a lot of people have been like well she lied about her age i'm sorry there's a clear difference between a 14 year old and an mm-hmm. 18 year old mm-hmm. so is he like to jail now like is he for real going to jail? i don't know but i i'm hoping both of them are if i was that parent i would be like <laughs> lawsuit calling up my lawyer yeah also um his his little brother mm-hmm. Tony now is posting vi- oh my god vines, vines. <laughs> TikToks about how everything is lies and he's like going lies 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 like um, you'll know the truth soon enough and all this bullshit. How old is the younger brother? He's got to be nineteen twenty too. Lies? What are you talking about? Lies? It's he just proof. admitted it. <laughs> no, because Tony is accused of the same bullshit. Right, right. Oh, so he's talking about like himself. Yeah, I I truly think that they will get what they deserve. Hopefully, sometime soon, because late Tony has gone months and months. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping so. Like someone's just compiling everything, 
and then like in two just months they're like out. here it is <laughs> just the stack okay. of paper <laughs> yeah okay so nikita dragon had this huge covid birthday party mm-hmm. um i think it was a birthday party i don't know might have just been a regular old party mm-hmm. but here's are you dumb mm-hmm. she and every single person who attended was mm-hmm. posting instagram stories instagrams mm-hmm. of them at the party mm-hmm. so tana mojo was there um another makeup artist uh, beauty guru that i cannot remember his name patrick star mm-hmm. and so was Lorraine. Mm-hmm. um and they're posting videos there's a video of um like a really gross video of tana and, and what did i just Patrick, um, like, kissing, and he's, like, sucking on her tongue. Ew, yes. yes. <laughs> and then, dude, uh-huh. there's another, um, Nikita and Patrick Star went out to dinner with a few other people, like, a couple days afterwards. <laughs> and I guess Patrick Star got wasted because <laughs> Nikita Dragon is, like, recording him, and he's mm-hmm. like, you know what? Fuck you. I don't give a fuck. Like, fuck off. Like, all this shit. And it's like, damn, you should give a fuck. That is, are you dumb? But it's at the point where they do it now because they know that there's no consequences yeah. for it. What we, what it is now is you are dumb. Yeah, you're just dumb. And the thing is, Nikita Dragon's uh, mother is a retired nurse, and I mm-hmm. think her sister is a doctor or works in the medical field. Mm-hmm. And because of COVID, her mother had to come out of retirement to work. Work. Oh my god. Work the COVID. Yeah, the the COVID front. And I remember at the beginning, she had posted a picture of her mother and her sister and was like, please wear a mask, do it for them. Like, we need to beat this. And it's like, girl, where were- I thought you doing that noise was someone outside. I was like, <laughs> hello. <laughs> um, um, that's so, are you dumb? But it's so like, it's like damn you only care about yourself yeah it's like you can't like i physically can't do anything about that but it makes me like so mad right it's not it's just frustrating because Mm -hmm. i just don't like hypocrites i don't like the people who are like wear a mask to it for my mother like i hate Mm -hmm. that like don't make me feel bad when you are fucking directly hurting your own mother Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. also (laughs) another thing about nikita dragon Mm -hmm. um oh my god a couple months ago, she tweeted, she saw a TikTok of this boy dancing. Mm-hmm. And she goes, OMG, are you 18? And then... Um, if you have to ask that question, stop yourself right there. Yes. <laughs> stop yourself right there. Yes. There's a few things about Nikita Dragon on this weekly debrief. Um, <laughs> she, um, at this party, had him because he just turned 18 Mm-hmm. and they were dancing together and everybody's been like so you waited for this boy to turn 18 before you like started hanging out with him right it just doesn't feel right it doesn't feel right it feels yeah. gross to me I there's agree. so many other people it's really really not hard to date someone your own age it's really <laughs> it's really not that hard and if you can't find someone just stay single yeah there i said it <laughs> Um, so here's the the last thing about Nikita Dragon. Mm-hmm. Well, not really last thing. Um, <laughs> she tweeted. So I remember now it was a birthday party. She tweeted that she was turning 21. Mm-hmm. Wait, Nikita's only. T- no, that's not right. Right. Let me tell you. Though, <laughs> a few years ago, mm-hmm. she had the same post about turning 21. <laughs> 
And um, and when you look her up, it says that she's 25. Why is she doing that? Like, I don't get Good it. Good question. So the la- now officially the last, like, about Nikita Dragon. So there is a... Um, a YouTuber by the name of Chris Clemens. We've spoken about him on, on here mm. before. He's been really the one of the only influencers who's really been like, really y'all safe. need to, yeah, he like hasn't gone out. Like he doesn't mm. do anything. If he does leave his apartment, he wears a mask. He's socially distanced. Like he fucking drove all the way from LA to, I think, Maryland or, or one of those like cold ass states in the East Coast. He drove all the way so he could spend a whole month with his mom. Really? Yeah. So he's like doing it safely, you know. Right. Like, mm-hmm. Um. So he. How long is that to drive? I don't know, but he has a Tesla, so he was like, he was fine. <laughs> but he's been calling Nikita Dragon out mm-hmm. because there's videos of her like in the Bahamas in the elevator, not wearing mm-hmm. a mask with a whole bunch of people. Mm-hmm. Like when she goes out, she's not wearing a mask, like leaving restaurants, all that stuff. Have you um have you seen Chris Clemens' video with this other YouTuber where they play Guess Who? Yes, I sent that to you. <laughs> oh, did you? <laughs> yes, that was the one who sent that video to you. <laughs> um, Andrew is his roommate, so like. Oh, is he? He's funny. I like. Yeah, him. they the two of them created a a Guess Who board game that had influencers and like celebrities, and they would be like, "Did your influencer get caught saying the N word?" <laughs> They'd be like, <laughs> puts all the ones down. Yeah. Um, did your influencer get uh, accused of blackfishing? And then they'd like put all the things down. Um, so it's a really funny video. I highly recommend it. Mm-hmm. I think it was Andrew who created that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's his YouTube video. So mm-hmm. recommend. But Chris Clemens has been putting on his Instagram story. He's been tweeting. He says on his Instagram story with a picture of Nikita, I'm so done with let's, I'm so done with lame bitches like her. Wear a fucking mask if you're still gonna be selfish enough to have group dinners in public. God, I'm fuming. Also, maybe pick one race to be at Nikita Dragon. <laughs> also, there's a whole not- trend on TikTok where people will put together like a like six pictures of Nikita mm-hmm. and where she's all different colors, and they'll like find the color and then create like a, a a face palette out of it like a makeup like a contour palette, palette yeah so um that's really fucking funny so i haven't seen that but that's it's really funny if i can find one we'll post them on the instagram okay he tweets like um he tweeted he quote tweeted a picture of um nikita's instagram mm-hmm. of her talking about her mother coming out of retirement and mm-hmm. he goes this you at Nikita this aged like your friendship with Tony Lopez did <laughs> and then Nikita <laughs> tweeted <laughs> I know because she is friends with them mm-hmm. um she tweeted something about her birthday and she wants to thank her her dragons and then the dragons. that's what she called her fans what do we what do what do we call our fans <laughs> the paparazzi the pa- that's good. That's good. Yes, that's what I want. Yeah. <laughs> the paparazzi. Hi, all you paparazzi. Paparazzis. <laughs> Welcome paparazzi-ins. back, paparazzis. <laughs> okay. So he quote tweets hey, her poppies. and says, 
Um, so Chris. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, okay. Chris tweets back at her. Are you trying to garner pity to soften your blatant negligence for not only having a large group dinner 11 months into the pandemic, but also not wearing a mask to it? You're lame and shitty. (laughs) Period. Period. (laughs) I love that. Just sending... (laughs) That's that's like Edith Klein going with peace and love, it's not working. (laughs) Um, Chris Clement says, you're lame and shitty. (laughs) That's That's all it is. Yeah. With peace and love, you're lame and shitty. (laughs) That's good. That's really funny. So I love to see influencers calling out other influencers Mm -hmm. like that. Especially publicly like that. Yes. Mm -hmm. Not like the James Charles where he was (laughs) tweeted a picture of Gen X Pen with like two other people being like, is this you? you. (laughs) Okay. So a ton of TikTokers just Mm -hmm. went on a, a trip. I think it was... Josh Richards, um, Mads Lewis, <laughs> Nessa. What is, that? is that Sway House? Something that like that. House? I don't know. One of the I, houses. One of the houses. So I go, why do we care? It's because they were the ones that were preaching <laughs> social distancing. Like right. Nessa had gone on this whole rant. We spoke about it here. Mm-hmm. About how people need to socially distance. People need to stop going on vacations. And mm-hmm. it's like baby girl (laughs) where did you just go (laughs) is this you (laughs) literally is this you i just cannot stand the hypocriticalness and also Mm -hmm. i don't understand how these influencers haven't caught on yet that if you don't fucking post about it people will not know yeah but how can they not you know what i mean it's like there's no way that they can't yeah but fuck man they're dumb they are dumb it's just sad because they won't there's no consequences there is none unless they get covid and what i'm not understanding is um i guess maybe california is not under lockdown anymore because i thought they california was Mm -hmm. i don't think it is anymore because I know if they're doing the shit in New York, I could call a fucking hotline number and report them. Yeah. And I'll get them fined. <laughs> Do you know how funny that would be? You, like, call California's hotline when you see <laughs> one of their stories. Yes. So, uh, a quick PSA for everyone. Mm-hmm. If you see motherfuckers doing this shit in New York, call that hotline. <laughs> and if you won't, I will. <laughs> I will, dude. <laughs> Yo, if you can make money off of that, you know how, like, there's a, like, have you seen me reward or, like, find this shooter reward or whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, If there's, like, a COVID reward, I'm telling you, (laughs) I'll be on the phone. I'll be like, hold on, let me pull up my list. But I'm saying, like, if I see, okay, so say someone posted a party on their Instagram story. Mm -hmm. Just from that Instagram story, I can find out where they are. Oh, yeah. It's a skill that I have same here <laughs> people have no idea i know exactly where you are even if you don't yeah that sounds scary but it's like i will find the airbnb listing <laughs> i will go on zillow <laughs> <laughs> so um if you're gonna call people out don't go and do the same thing two weeks later exactly that's all i have to say exactly. so um floyd mayweather put out a, a an instagram store post uh-huh. Where he was like, I am going to fight Logan Paul. (laughs) Um, He called out 50 Cent as well. And then he was random, wasn't it? 
I don't I think 50 Cent has been for like years talking about Floyd Mayweather and then okay. now he's finally been like I will fight you too like he had in this Instagram post he's like I'm gonna fight three people like <laughs> he was like just I have laying a list. it all out yeah he was like okay here's an update <laughs> here's what I'm gonna do and here's what I'm not gonna do <laughs> yeah um and and then he was like when I win lo- against Logan Paul <laughs> I will challenge Jake Paul to a fight. <laughs> After he beats um, Ben Askren. Yes. <laughs> so then Jake Paul fucking makes a video where he accepts Floyd, Mother- For- Floyd Mayweather's fight. Mm-hmm. But he also challenges him to learn how to read in that video. Which well, What does I- that mean? <laughs> I have to say, it feels a little racist. Mm-hmm. Um, Why would he say that? Because he's Jake Paul. Right. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Um that feels very racist to mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. He's another guy who it's like, yeah, we can call him out to the ends of the earth, but there is no consequences for him. Right. Mm-hmm. Unless he fucking gets into that ring with Floyd Mayweather. Because I know that man is gonna fucking knock him out. And I'm gonna pay good money to see that. <laughs> yes. Dude, okay, so what I wanna see is mm-hmm. an MMA match against him. And um, Conor McGregor. Because what Conor is Mc- MMA? That's the mixed martial arts. That's when you can fucking kick. You can oh. bring them to the ground. That's <laughs> no somewhere. limits. That is like you're in a cage. And it's kind of like, okay. <laughs> Be nice to me. Yes. Oh, my God. There's a woman that I want to see him fight in MMA. Because oh, I know she would fucking bite his ear off. Amanda Nunez. Nunez, I think her name is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She would beat the shit out of him. She would. She would. And I, I want to see Jake Paul in an MMA fight with literally anybody. Because yeah. yeah. I, I'm excited for the Logan Paul one, but the Jake Paul one, no, that's going to be... That's going to be an event. <laughs> Tana's going to be on the side. Like... Yes. <laughs> Yay. Um, because I know the Logan Paul one it might go like two rounds because they're trying to like get the excitement and stuff like that because honest like it's true when like there's a knockout in like 30 the first 30 seconds it's not exciting and like yeah producers know Mm -hmm. that Floyd Mother Floyd Mayweather knows that like Mm -hmm. people know that yeah man I would love it though (laughs) (laughs) one and done (laughs) I want I want the Paul brothers knocked on their asses (laughs) We'll see. We'll get it. We'll we'll eventually. We're gonna get, get it. it. And when we do get it, we'll we'll fucking react to it. <laughs> There's another. <laughs> I saw that there was another fight that is happening. Um, Lamar Odom, who is a retired basketball oh, player. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, the people who listen to our podcast know him because he was married to Khloe Kardashian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how we know. Him. And um, he. <laughs> and Aaron Carter are gonna fight which is like the most random bullshit I've ever heard in my entire life I for real thought you were talking about the Backstreet Boy no Aaron Carter is the brother of um Nick Carter Nick Carter Aaron Carter he went off the deep end I think a couple years ago he has face tattoos he looks really skinny though right How he's he like a skinnier fight? Justin Bieber <laughs> that's so true that's so Lamar true. Odom he's he's had his issues he i think it was like a recovering addict Mm -hmm. but my man has just size on his side yep he's like seven foot yep 
a lot a of big guys dude. would have size on Aaron Carter. Yes, Aaron Carter's a little guy. I could find him. <laughs> I think I, I want to see a Caroline and Aaron Carter f- fight exhibition. <laughs> exhibition in the ring. <laughs> I say that I could fight a lot of people, but I know I couldn't. Caroline, I want to see you in the ring. I want to see like what you would actually do. I think I would be like, <laughs> I would just like start attacking their character. <laughs> I would try to make them cry or something. <laughs> They're like throwing punches at you and you're like, I'm like your fucking face tattoos not- <laughs> look like shit. Like, were they five dollars? You stupid motherfucker. No one likes you anymore. You're what like are you fucking them. doing? And I'm like, you fucking had to go into a fight with me. Who are you? Like, I would just go. I would just try to make them cry. I think that's what I would do. That's a good strategy. I'm always, I'm always like, I can fight you. And then I'm, and then I'm like, with my words. With, with, with my words. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so little Uzi. Yeah. <laughs> For some reason just thinking about him makes me laugh. So dude is like a fucking living meme. He's the guy who's like for some reason right next to a bus and he goes, It's only my third day out here. <laughs> right? That's him, right? Is that him? I think so. Probably. It's only my third day out here. <laughs> I gotta look him up because he is so funny to me. Little Uzi. Anyways, he's in the news because he just got like a a twenty four million dot like pink diamond implanted into his forehead. What? Yeah. Is there a picture of it? Yes. Um. <laughs> but it started bleeding, so he was I mean... like, he was like, I gotta get this removed. <laughs> My man had it, I think, for like two days, and then he was like, Oh, you I said twenty four million dollars. Mm-hmm. I could go to the craft store, get a bedazzler, and put a, put a plastic gem on you. Let me go get, like, a fucking gem. Uh, gorilla glue that shit on. That looks terrifying. Right? It looks like a, like, a, like a growth or something like that. Oh, my God, you're right. But it he doesn't had to look get like it it's for the best it's yeah for the best i don't like that this that triggered like my tripopophobia or whatever that's called <laughs> is that the circle yeah <laughs> okay so jeffrey star is still working with hair by jay even though he tweeted that he dropped him oh he was the one that was um Who saying was all the like stuff about called, Trisha, right yeah if you haven't figured it out by now jeffrey star it's probably one of the fakest people I've ever, I've ever encountered. Really <laughs> yeah, he's an awful, terrible human being. There, I really? said it. And it's it's the perfect example of no matter what you do, people there are will, still gonna watch you. There will never be consequences to that no. man, Mm-mm. unless Tati Westbrook finally takes him to court. Because I know, I know she has shit. <laughs> Take there's, him to court. Yes. Take him to court. Dude, I'm telling you, there's nothing scarier than a, a white woman who has, uh, like, things, uh, piles of receipts. If if they went to court, would they have, um, what are those things called? When you get called in for a jury? Oh, well, they have a jury? I don't know, but we got to figure out how we to do that. We have to. Oh, my God. That <laughs> oh, my God, so Emily, good. we have to be the court reporters. Imagine you get a letter in the mail and you're like, you're summoned for jury duty. Yes. Oh my God. How do we become? You a walk in and it's Jeffrey Star right there. I would I be like guilty. <laughs> <laughs> I had to become to to be a stenog anything on that fucking case, but like a stenographer, the person who has to like type everything word for word. Mm-hmm. 
I would be like, you know that video of that woman at the hotel reception where she's like, <laughs> <laughs> that would be me. I would not miss one thing. No. And my face, I would be like, oh my God. <laughs> I wait, we would be like reacting to everything that they said. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> We're like, we Jeffrey know that's not what? true. We know that's not true. Yeah. Oh my god, to be in that courtroom. To Dude. be in that courtroom. Honestly believe that Tati Westbrook is the key to his dem- desma- demise. Demise. <laughs> Desmised. Her power. The power she holds. Yes, and she's silent. Mm-hmm. I think she had to fucking move to wa- Washington because she was scared for her life. Yeah, I feel like I have heard that. Baby girl, come out and sue the man. <laughs> Get a restraining order. Yeah, Okay. <laughs> So Chrissy Teigen tweeted about this time she had in a restaurant where um, her and John were... <laughs> Did you say it like that? I don't know, because it's, it's funny to refer to uh, celebrities only by their first name. <laughs> um, so they were Very getting John. dinner, and they asked their waiter for a wine recommendation. Mm-hmm. And the guy goes, here's a wine, and they get it without looking or whatever mm-hmm. they get the bill and and the wine was thirteen thousand dollars wait and she just tweeted about this yes and Why? everybody is like oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> all right <laughs> like what are we supposed to say to that you know oh oh my god that would happen to me <laughs> you're so so relatable so relatable chrissy teigen <laughs> Because she always, like, tries to be, like, the relatable, relatable girl. One without, <laughs> she always tries to be relatable, but it mm-hmm. always comes out as, like, uh, my jet just ran out of gas, so we had to stop in Malaysia. <laughs> like, you know, <sighs> stuff? It's shit like that. Yeah. Uh, the waiter recommended a $13,000 wine. <laughs> like, What? What are you trying to get across? What are you trying to get across? Baby girl, I'm going to Trader Joe's and I'm getting a $5 bottle of wine. <laughs> like, you know, like it's the job done. Yeah. So I, I don't, I don't know. Understand it. <laughs> Beautiful. That kind of sounded like Chris, uh, Christina Aguilera. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. <laughs> You said, hold on, I'm beyond something. <laughs> that was kind of good. I, like, <laughs> I want to try it again, but I'm also, I also am not going to. Try it again. I, no, because I'll fail. <laughs> you never know unless you try. I didn't even know what I did. It was here the moment. Um, <laughs> I don't understand it. Oh my God. <laughs> So the Golden Globes nominations, the hosts are out. So Tina Fey and Amy Poehler are co-hosting, which I'm excited for because do they it's do it every t- year. No, <laughs> they've done it. <laughs> they've they've done it once or maybe twice. What are you sure? Yeah, they're always on the stage together, though. Yeah, because they're kind of like a they're a pair. Duel. They're like best friends and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I'm excited for that because that's going to be hilarious. Mm-hmm. But the nominees are out and people are not happy. Mm-hmm. Um, so Emily in Paris was nominated for best comedy. 
the which, who is it the creator the director the creator one of the writers was like writers. dot 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 i am so sorry <laughs> like, <laughs> she said she made this movie as a joke yeah wait was it a movie or was it a- it's a tv show so the thing is about this tv show it's like fucking it's a girl about her like in her early 20s trying to figure out how to be a an influencer in Paris and it's like it came out during quarantine it served its purpose like I'm excited for the next season because I want to know what happens with a hot French set chef so like it's one of those tv shows that are like oh this is a good pastime but mm-hmm. like there is a a show called I May Destroy You it was created by this woman by the name of Michaela Cole that was not nominated and people mm-hmm. are furious I understand why. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen um, I May Destroy You, but I have seen her other show, Chewing Gum, mm-hmm. which is an incredible show. Like, mm-hmm. you would l- really like it, Emily. Because it seems like the whoever picks the nominations were just like, oh, this show, this show is popular, so we'll throw yeah. it in there. Mm-hmm. And it's like... It seems lazy. It, it does seem very lazy. Mm-hmm. Especially when I've heard I May Destroy You is like a great representation mm-hmm. for young people in London who are like are immigrants and mm-hmm. like minority people in London. And like, I don't know. It, it, you're right. It feels lazy. Mm-hmm. It feels lazy. Like James Corden was nominated for the prom. And, and the people are just upset that the prom is nominated, which mm-hmm. I, I, could, I feel. The prom was just... Well, I didn't see it, but it was just one of those movies that have every single A-list star in it. It was, you could, fucking, you, you know, it was one of those movies that was like, oh, this is going to be Oscar bait kind of thing mm-hmm. for like best comedy musical. Right. Was it good? Did you see it? I did see it. It was, okay. So it's a musical. So regardless of how you feel about the story, you're going to have like a quote unquote good time because it's a musical, mm-hmm. but People have the issues with the prom go all the way back to the musical on Broadway. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people have issues with this version of the prom because the four fucking people that the show's mainly about, mm-hmm. none of them are uh, a part of the LGBTQ community. Mm-hmm. And it's right. like, that's what this fucking show's about. About, yeah. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Except for um, the one character. <laughs> I don't remember his name. He's the younger one. There's only one gay guy. Mm. So, yeah. And the issues with the Golden Globes go a lot deeper. And there's people are very angry with the nominations. Mm-hmm. And I think you you said it very well. It feels incredibly lazy. Award shows are just so outdated. Yeah. I'm still going to watch them, though. But I, I love award shows. So I'm like, I know. Can, can we, like, go with the times here? Yeah. In, I agree. Nominate the um the people who need to be nominated, right? And who not Emily in Paris, but you're right. It feels incredibly lazy. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend Chewing Gum by Michaela Cole. It, it it she. I I haven't seen I May Destroy You. I I want to mm-hmm. watch it. I haven't watched it because it's on HBO and I don't have HBO. Yeah, neither do I. But Chewing Gum. It does an incredible way of like showing how awkward teenagers are. Mm-hmm. It it it, it like it it does it does teenagers very well and like right. It's like a good usually, representation of yes, them. Mm-hmm. and we don't usually see that in shows. Like 
I haven't seen Euphoria, but like no one I knew was fucking tripping on <laughs> ketamine right. every single weekend. Like, you know what I mean? And while the, it's accurate for some people, chewing gum was very accurate for the people that I knew. And right. Around, mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've never seen a TV show do teenagers so well like that. Right. Interesting. So I highly recommend. It was hilarious. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to watch I May Destroy You soon. So, ooh, this is a fun one for me. Trisha Paytas just dragged the shit out of David Dobrik. It was crazy. It was really crazy. There was things that I had no idea. So she, she on the Front of Me's podcast with Ethan Klein, she talks about David Dobrik and how mm-hmm. um, a big part of him and the vlog squad were the reason why she went to mm-hmm. mental hospital, right? Mental mm-hmm. hospital? Is that a yeah. correct? I think that's what she said in the okay. podcast. Mm-hmm. She was saying that there are so many bits where she told David and Jason told him, do not put this in. It makes mm-hmm. me uncomfortable. I don't want it. And David still would put it in. Mm-hmm. And how there is one time where she like, I remember this video where she got completely naked because mm-hmm. she thought if I get naked, he's not going to record it mm-hmm. and he's not going to put it up. But he did. Yeah. And I didn't even notice it because they played the clip back after they mm-hmm. said that. And, like, it's, like, for a split second, you see that he, like, blocks it out. Yeah. And, like, I didn't even notice that. Yeah. I mean, I at the time, it. I was like, oh, my God, this is so funny, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then um, she talks about how she went to the hospital and David and Jason were there. And she, that, seeing them, like, made her have a, a mental break. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she didn't she like storm out of the. She said hospital? she got naked again and was trying to leave, and then they strapped her down, sedated her, and transferred her to the mental ward. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's fucked up. That's so fucked up. And then they talk about <laughs> um, like the vlog squad and the fact that the vlog squad are all, I think, like Colorado or something like that, mm-hmm. and nobody's calling them out. Yeah. Except for her. Mm-hmm. Did you see that? Um, the most recent episode of H three H three. What did I just? Oh, say? they called Big Nick. Big Nick. Yeah, I didn't watch it yet, but apparently it, yet. it was like Big Nick saying how it's like a cult there. Yeah, and how um, it's crazy. It's right. Ethan mentioned how um, how fast a lot of people get dropped. Mm-hmm. Like it's like TV shows where they have a character for a season and then they get killed off and like. That's how it was. Like, Trisha, Big Nick, yeah. the, that a guy, Seth. Like, you know what I also thought was crazy? How they would tell Trisha to stay in the car. Yes. You know, after. Carly um, and Aaron. So, I don't know. It's crazy. It's weird because we were such fans of the Log Squad. Mm-hmm. And then it's like when you hear shit like this, it's like fuck. Right, like it makes you like see them it, in a different it's light. It's kind of like the Saint Shane Dawson thing where it's like fuck. How were we blinded like that? Like mm-hmm. how how were we tricked? Mm-hmm. Because if so many of these people, like Big Nick, was like, I fucking went into this huge depression, was fucked up, mm-hmm. and Seth was like, uh. <laughs> They fucking threw watermelons at me. Yeah. <laughs> like, which is. Yeah. But awful. I hope, I hope like that they take this and they realize, like, I always like try to see the best. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but I hope like they really like, you know, once they like, if they start like, you know, 
making mm-hmm. videos again and stuff like that. I hope they take what they did in the past and I don't well, know. Everyone try to make a making, better environment. Yeah, everyone is still making videos, but David. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know, I don't dude. Know. <laughs> it's like they gotta get like they have they have so much potential, and it's like just do it right. You know what I mean? Like yeah, just do it right. There's. And then they pull up that video where he's apologizing for making it like Native American jokes. Oh, that and was he rough. goes, "That was really bad." He goes watch. something about like, "I'm sorry to all of you for the people who got offended by this joke because you can't see the video." Wait, even talking about it was really funny. <laughs> he was he was saying how um David said, "I'm sorry that I'm sorry." <laughs> Wait, how did he say it? He said, "I'm sorry that people are offended by it." Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's what he was saying but Ethan was making it so funny how did he say it I don't know I don't remember it's <laughs> that that podcast is just hilarious it is it is I never I never not laugh at the um the mm, mm. yeah <laughs> mm. <laughs> she's like what <laughs> you say mm, mm. after everything you say and a lot of people mm. <laughs> <laughs> so lebron james um so there's this woman on the court side of a basketball game for the la lakers or something like that i can't remember where mm-hmm. she was she wasn't wearing a mask and she started yelling at lebron james so he yells back shut the fuck up and sit down <laughs> I love I love when people are just straight up about everything. Yes. That's like what did Chris Clemens go? You're shitty and lame. Yeah. That's the same <laughs> yeah. vibes. I just I want to achieve I want to be like that when I'm older. I agree. Like just say what you're feeling. Shut the fuck up and sit down. Say what it's, you're feeling. It's yes. perfect. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it's I know what you're asking me to do. Mm-hmm. I, I have my directions. Clear and concise. <laughs> I have my directions. <laughs> but then sh- the woman made this whole big thing afterwards and all this shit. And it's like, baby girl, you're in the wrong. Yeah. If Say what you're feeling if you know that you are not in the wrong. Yes. Because if you say that kind of stuff and you are in the wrong, things can get a little messy there. Yes. <laughs> LeBron James is fucking in the middle of a basketball game. <laughs> what are you doing for the Super Bowl tomorrow? Good question. Do you know who's playing the Super Bowl? The Chiefs and the Buccaneers. I mm-hmm. do know who's playing. It's in, also in Tampa Bay. Yes. I cannot believe we've let Tom Brady make it back to the Super Bowl <laughs> once again. Get that fucking child kisser, Trump supporter man out of here. Period. Period. Um, but we ordered a huge pretzel tray. <laughs> so I'm very excited about that. Ooh. Also, I'm starting to get into sport betting <laughs> sport gambling <laughs> really yeah well my fan duel account is now locked so i'm gonna have to do it on my brothers but same thing what do you mean it's locked they can't authenticate me they think i'm a fake person but what i'm with what i'm most excited about and i'm i want to hear what you think it is i'm betting on the gatorade color that they're gonna dump on the winning oh post. interesting what color do you think it'll be Ooh, it could be either blue or red. Ooh, I... Okay, so... I think like, it depends on who wins. There's odds. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
on your face. There's like odds. Uh, so the most common colors is red and yellow. But my first instinct is blue, and it's you blue. F- and you said blue too. So I'm going blue. <laughs> it feels blue. I'm feeling blue. First right? blue. Yeah, me too. It also depends on who wins. But both of them are red because I feel like Tampa so, Bay though might do a yellow. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't know. Feels very Tampa. Okay, so you're saying blue, red, or yellow? <laughs> Those are your options, Emily. I think purple is also the option too. No, never purple though. No, I don't see no purple ever at the Super Bowl. No, unless you're talking about the Saints. No, and the Saints aren't in the Super Bowl this year. I don't know. I don't know <laughs> if they will do red because both the teams are red, so that would be like the safe option. Yeah. But why would I, they I feel like change it up a bit and go I don't know. Or last minute they realize that there's no more red Gatorade and they have to use blue. Blue. Hmm. That's interesting. Well, we'll I'm trying find to think out. because um, Gatorade was invented in Florida. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. that's interesting. Mm-hmm. There's a huge thing about it because originally it was being in- invented <laughs> at FSU, Florida State mm-hmm. University, mm-hmm. and then the people who are inventing inventing it started working at UF, mm-hmm. University of Florida, mm-hmm. which their mascot is the Gators interesting so there's that adds to the rival of those two schools interesting so that's why it's called gatorade are any of their colors blue (laughs) by chance um uf is or what the fuck is uf's color my brother went to uf uf is orange and green or is that um he also went to um (laughs) Um, miami is green and orange i knew that UF is blue. Blue and orange. I don't know. I think I'm going all in on blue. <laughs> orange, gray, and Gatorade too. But is that, I don't know if that's an option. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'll have to see. But I don't know. Yeah. There's been, you said blue first. So I think that's like. Blue. I'm feeling, I'm really feeling blue. I'm feeling blue. But also for some reason, yellow is really sticking out to me. Really? I think red is sticking out to me. I don't know. Red is hard to get out. <laughs> so is blue. <sighs> I don't know. I think, I think it's going to go blue. I think blue and yellow are your biggest options. Okay. What about, what if they just do water? That's also an option, like clear oh, slash no. water. This is not good. Emily. I don't think they would, though. I don't think. Can you would. get on multiple people's, <laughs> multiple people's <laughs> apps and just bet on all of them? I wish. <laughs> Can I bet on more than one, please? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, because it also depends on who wins, truly. But does it though? I because what? They... What if they freaking the Chiefs have a deal with Powerade? And if it's Powerade, is that a thing? Def- yeah, Powerade. You don't. But know it's in pa- the but it's in the Gatorade bucket though. Not always. Are you sure? Yeah. Because what if they have a deal with Powerade? And if it's Powerade, Emily, it's definitely going to be blue. <laughs> but there's no Powerade bucket. Like, it's the orange and, like, red <laughs> Gatorade bucket. They're going to pour Powerade in the Gatorade bucket? They will have a Powerade bucket then. That's not a thing. It's not it, a thing. No, because Gatorade is, like, the NFL thing. I don't know for everybody, because not everybody is Nike. Some people are Adidas, <laughs> I think. 
I think blue is the best bet. That's what I'm feeling. Okay. Or yellow. <laughs> Anyways. Okay, moving on. <laughs> so this is really sad. And also, here's a trigger warning. Um, mm-hmm. This is awful. There is an actress, Evan Rachel Wood. Mm-hmm. Um, she's incredibly famous. She's very well known. Mm-hmm. Um, she used to be in a relationship with Marilyn Manson, who is the singer who like dresses up and all that goth shit, puts on makeups, shit like that. Do you know mm-hmm. who that is? It sounds familiar. Well, she has come forward and same with like 10 other women being like, this man horrifically abused me. Oh my God. Yes. Like his assistant came out and was like, he f- manipulated me. Like we got matching tattoos. We were in a relationship. He abused the shit out of me. Like he himself in his own book writes about how he was going to murder a band member but then chickened out and then he was going to set someone's house on fire but the police drove by at the time so he didn't like the man is incriminating himself mm-hmm. i don't want to get into the details of what like and people he, were he saying. wrote and published a book with stuff saying that yes yes and he came out with a statement that was like I don't know why these people who were in consensual relationships with me and we're doing this consensually Mm -hmm. are coming out and saying that it wasn't consensual. And it's like, my man, you just wrote in this book that you were going to set someone's house on fire. Like you literally said it. (laughs) Like you are the one who was incriminating yourself. (laughs) So it's awful Marilyn Manson has always been like really fucking weird to me mm-hmm. because he's this weird fucking dude and I don't care I f- will fucking shame him for being ugly as shit <laughs> because he w- is ugly uh-huh. weird dude but he's pulling these beautiful women mm-hmm. and I don't understand it mm-hmm. and there's um Phoebe Bridgers she's a very popular singer now mm-hmm. She came forward and said that, like, I went to his house as a teenager and he was saying all these weird things to me and I was very uncomfortable. And, like, first of all, why are you there as a teenager? Like, Mm -hmm. why is he inviting you to his house? Right. I don't understand how he literally can say what he was planning to do in his published book and there's nothing, nothing happens from that. What What does that mean? he's literally telling you yeah so evan rachel woods i think she's jewish Mm -hmm. and after they broke up he got fucking nazi symbol tattoos and she she came out and said um if we would get into an argument and like we were going to bed that night he would fucking uh, draw swastikas on my bedside table like that's illness that is illness (laughs) I don't know this man very well, but I don't like him. (laughs) I know that for sure. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I don't want to laugh because this is really serious, Mm -hmm. but that's hilarious. (laughs) You said, I don't know this man, but I don't like this other man. (laughs) Fuck, that's good, Emily. It's the truth. It's the truth. Yes. um, But I... (laughs) For some reason, this is the podcast of us pointing out that people will never get the consequences that they deserve. Yeah. But I'm hoping they take this man to court. I'm glad we're learning something from this. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. But- <laughs> I don't really know what that meant. <laughs> <laughs> 
I hope this man gets put into jail or something. Like, I hope this man doesn't have a career anymore after this. There, I said it. It just feels like the people who do get consequences don't really deserve it compared to some other people. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. Another, like, really weird shit. Um, The rapper Silento. um, Hold on. Let me. Silencio. I'm not going to come out if <laughs> unless you guys are Silencio. <laughs> Do you remember that? Katy Perry? Oh, yes. <laughs> Fuck. She's trying to speak Spanish to these people, yeah. and she's the only thing she tries to say is Silencio. Okay. Um, this isn't funny. Um, <laughs> rapper Silento? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, He's the watch me whip, watch me nae nae guy. Love, I love the song. Love the <laughs> I'm song. Gonna say I love him. He was arrested for allegedly murdering his cousin. Oof. <laughs> yeah. I haven't, one, I've never even heard of his name before. Yeah, only and, knew watch me whip, watch me nae nae. And two, where has he been, you know? Yeah, murdering his cousin. Yeah, I yeah. guess so. Do they know why, like, what, why do they no. know that? They just think it. <laughs> no, they found the cousin and they were like, oh. Oh, so, like, the cousin's actually dead. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. I'm excited uh, <laughs> in what? a couple months now to cover this case. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. After right, more develops about yeah. it. Yeah, sorry, I don't want to make a joke out of it, but. Fucked up. What's up with all these people killing people? Literally, Why? So fucking another very upsetting thing for me. Mm-hmm. Fucking six nine is apparently back. He had disappeared for a while. Back? He was gone for a while. Never heard anything from him. And now he made a video and he was like, "I'm fucking making new songs." He's another guy who will never ha- really have consequences. No, except for what the fact he- that he was in jail. <laughs> what did he do again? He was arrested for racketeering, I think, or something like what that. What is that? Um, he was involved with like a, a fucking gun distribution or something like that. And he I know he snitched on a lot of people and people were calling him out for that. Okay. So Morgan Wallen, he is a country singer. He's the guy who goes um, Baby locked in doors and tell He sings a song that I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not really into country. I, in don't fact, like I, country music. I really don't like it. I could de- uh, definitely say that I don't really care for that. <laughs> um, I don't like it at all. But anyways, he was recorded saying the N-word. And like... Wait, who are we talking about again? Morgan Wallen. Very comfortably oh, saying... Oh, country singer. <laughs> Am I <yes>. stupid? <laughs> um, very comfortably saying the N-word. Mm. Like, he does this all the time. Yes, like, like this is just another Tuesday. Um, but he said the N-word, and everybody was like, oh, this okay. was too comfortable for you. This is something yeah, no, you do all no. the time. And then um, a whole bunch of country singers were like, this is not what country is. Like, that goes against what we believe in. And then there's a few singers who were like, no, this is what country is, and we right. have to fucking learn from it. Like. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the people saying that are the people that do it. You know, like yeah, the exactly. people that say it. <laughs> exactly. I wish I remember which country singer who said, it, like, came out and was like, her name is Maren Morris. 
she she tweeted it is it actually is representative of our town because this isn't this isn't his first scuffle and he just demolished a huge streaming record last month regardless we all know it wasn't his first time using that word we keep them rich and protected at what all costs with no remorse Mm. recourse so she was like no this shit is happening in in this community good for her for saying that and i guess like i obviously we don't know who the fuck this dude is so like Mm. we wouldn't know that he's been doing this that video of him saying the n-word is like my introduction to him yeah i guess he's been like comfortable saying it and i saw this tweet on on twitter obviously Mm um it was a day ago and it was like a just a verified tweet Mm -hmm. that says morgan wallen's song sales have rocketed by 339 percent in the days since he was caught on camera using a racial slur (laughs) and then someone quote tweeted and said white people said turn that shit up so like Uh, it's just like no consequences he's benefiting from it exactly like the that woman said Marin Morris how like we keep them rich with no recourse Mm -hmm. like nothing happens right nothing happens yep another very sad thing Christopher Plummer passed away yeah and he was the guy from Knives Out sound of music as well (laughs) haven't seen (laughs) you've never seen the sound of music Emily it's a good there's a a part where he rips a, a Nazi flag apart. Mm-hmm. Very hot. He was a good looking dude. How old is he then? He's he was an old guy. What? Old guy. No, no, no. Then in the sound of music. Oh. I don't know. He was nine he's ninety one. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Um, when was the sound of music? The hills are alive. alive. With the, the sound, sound of, of music. Nineteen sixty five. Wow, that's the year my mom was born. He was born in 1929. Wow. Wow. That's a long time. That's, yeah. 29? If I, if I literally went be- from 20s to 20s. Yeah. Whoa. You're right. I would be like, yeah, it's my time to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like, Dang. I've seen enough of this bullshit. And he, oh my gosh, and he just did Knives Out recently, too. Yeah. Which is an incredible movie. Highly recommend. I love that movie. And I don't like a lot of movies. And I don't see a lot of movies. So when you know that I like it, it's a good movie. It's a good movie. So he passed away. What was it from? Do we know? I don't know. I don't think it said. It might have just been like old age. Yeah, I think I would be like, it's time for me to pass on now. Oh my god. He's after suffering complications from a fall. Really? Yeah. That's really sad then, because then it was like unexpected. Mm-hmm. I hate it when people die. Same. Not good stuff. All right. So, the last thing on our, our weekly debrief mm-hmm. um, I don't know if this is news for this week, but I only just found out about this. What? DJ Khaled and Fat Joe have an OnlyFans account together. <laughs> Wait, I think I did see something about this recently. Also, who is Fat Joe? He's just another guy in the music world. And OnlyFans, um, what what are they doing? 
on his OnlyFans? I don't know. I think, okay, so confession. I saw this on um, Cody Co. and no- Noelle Miller's uh, podcast. Mm-hmm. And they watched the video. And it's just them playing basketball. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, it's a really smart um, yeah. move. Yeah, but it's $20 a month. Yeah. Yeah, but people yep. will pay for it. So it's like, why it's, not? I know. But I think it's like, I think that more famous people are going to start doing that. I think so too. Extra stuff on there. Like exclusive content. Like oh, there's a lot of influencers that are like, my um, close friends' Instagram stories on my OnlyFans account, mm-hmm. which is smart. I would do it. I would do it too for a check. Like we said, we would do almost anything for a check. That was it for the weekly okay. debrief. Okay. So I don't know how I'm going to do this. I'm just going to wing it. I'm okay. just going to read it. Okay. <laughs> okay. So my topic this week is, drumroll please, it's another person too. Okay. Is Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so... I thought of him recently because Harry Potter was on recently, mm-hmm. and I forgot that I was, like, sort of obsessed with him yeah. back in the day. Mm-hmm. And if, honestly, if he was still, like, in the public now, I'd probably still be obsessed with him. Okay. Uh, Caroline, have <laughs> you watched any of the Harry Potter movies? Are you a fan? Yes. Yeah. I read all of those books in a week. In a week? Yeah. I'm a big fan. I, something, I hide it because I wasn't out... Like Elise was with, <laughs> I wasn't out <laughs> with her love of Harry Potter, but right. I was a big fan. My brother and sister are older than I am, so they were like the key demographic for Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. So like I joined in, right? You know what I mean. The movies, I haven't read the books just because I can't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but the movies aren't, I think, incredible. Literally impeccable. So, starting off with um, Danny Radcliffe, before famous, early life, okay? So, he was born on July 23rd, 1989. He's a cancer like me, <laughs> um, in London, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. And apparently, his mother was born in South Africa, which I thought was really cool. Oh, I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so, he was, like, a very, like, working class family, like, nothing special. They weren't, like, born into... Um, i don't want that to sound like rude yeah Um, but i know they were normal people right they were just normal people um but his mother was a casting agent and she was involved in several films for the bbc okay so she worked on films like the inspector lindley miss lindley mysteries and walk away and i stumble i think they're both like london-based films like probably wouldn't hear it hear about them here yeah i don't know anything about it um so when he was younger he like bounced around from different schools like never really had like a full like you know like stayed at the same school um and he so when he was in school he always said that um he never really like liked school he didn't really like really care to be there he always just wanted to act and write so yes, so when he was at school, he um, he always admitted to not being a very good student. Um, but he did like relatable. 
relatable right um but he did get like reasonable grades and stuff but um yeah he always knew that he wanted like a career bigger than like the normal college like he didn't he didn't go to college so he wanted like a career bigger than that Mm -hmm. um but obviously he goes on a different path a little bit earlier (laughs) um okay so the beginning of his career so he started acting around the age five um he made his act like professional acting debut in BBC One's One's tele BBC One's televised two part adaptation of the Charles Charles Dickens novel David Copperfield. Oh, okay. So next, back on track. <laughs> Radcliffe made Radcliffe. <laughs> if I like, if I like, can't make it any less obvious that I'm just straight up reading this. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so he made his film debut. In the Tailor of Panama in 2001, and that was an American film um, based on a spy novel. Interesting. Spy. So he was just doing like these low budget, low, low key films, I guess you could say. Yeah. And then in 2000, in 2000, in 2000, um, the producer David Hyman, um, he asked Daniel Radcliffe to audition for Harry Potter, and I couldn't find this in the notes of him, but. I heard somewhere that he, the producer found Daniel Radcliffe yes. like at his church, right? Yes. And he asked him there and they said no for some reason. Yeah. I've always thought that too. Because right. when you look at Daniel Radcliffe, you're like, you literally look like the illustrations on the book. Right. Oh, that, <laughs> wait. So how many books were out before they started making the movies? I think this was in 2000. So were the books even out then? Yeah, the books were out. Really? Yeah. Not all of them were out. I think the first book came out in 97. Oh, oh my God. That's so crazy. Yeah. One, two, three, four. The fourth book came out in 2000. 2000? That's the like last book came that's like out blowing my mind for some reason. The first book, the last book came out in 2007. Mm, I don't want to think about that. That makes me weird. That makes me feel weird. Yeah. Okay, so. Dude, I read all of these in fifth grade. I mean, it makes sense now that you're saying it, but it's just mm-hmm. like to think about how it was the first book was out before we were born. Right. Is really weird to me. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, during that time that the producer asked him to audition, um, J.K. Rowling, which we don't stand. We do not stand her. But she, um, at the same time, had been looking for an unknown British actor to personify the character, which I think is interesting because normally it's like you want somebody that already has. Yeah, you want to know some type of experience, like big experience, especially Mm -hmm. how big these movies got it's really crazy yeah. to think that he hardly had any experience like going in it yeah um so the director chris columbus which okay why is his name christopher columbus <laughs> um um when he saw data radcliffe he said this is what i want this is harry potter <laughs> and we all said period <laughs> we did say period um so eight months later, several auditions, he finally um, took the part. But before that, his mom said that, um, not his mom said, but it said that his mom declined the offer because they offered him like a, a contract of like six movies and to film in Los Angeles. 
So she declined mm-hmm. that and then they changed it to be like a two-year contract offer and to be filmed in the UK. Yeah. And as Which, we know, those movies came out to be like 10 of them. <laughs> right. He stayed in for the long haul. Yeah. Um, so the first movie, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, which we know is at the Sorcerer's Stone, um, came out in 2001. He, it says he received a seven-figure salary for the lead wow. role. Okay, Ooh. so um, after this movie came out, obviously it did really well. Like, the critics were like, oh, wait, this is actually really good. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> hey. Um, so one of the critics said, Radcliffe is the embodiment of every reader's imagination. It is wonderful to see a young hero who is so scholarly looking and filled with curiosity and who connects with very, very real emotions mm-hmm. from solemn intelligence and the delight of discovery to to deep family longing which is like if you think about it Daniel Radcliffe's probably like mm, 11 at this mm-hmm. point and to be able to act like that I think is he's talented the talent is there <laughs> the mm-hmm. talent is there and especially from a young age okay so a year later the um Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets came out which was the second movie mm-hmm. um Reviewers were positive about the lead actor's performances, but had polarizing opinions on the film overall. So I guess they thought, like, oh, second movie, it's not going to yeah. be that good. But if you ask me, the movies just kept getting better and better and better every well, single time. The issue is, Emily. What? When you've read the books, regardless yeah. of what the movie is, it's never going to live up to what you've imagined it to be. You know what I mean? I, I guess. I mean... Yes, I get what you're saying. Because mm-hmm. there is issues with the movies and, like, characters not being included and stuff like that. Right. Yeah, because I know that there are characters um, outside of the movies that are only in the books. Mm-hmm. Um, which is maybe why I don't read them, so <laughs> the movies don't get ruined for me. <laughs> um, after, I think it was... I think it was after The Goblet of Fire in 2005. I think that's when their contract had ended, like... Daniel Radcliffe's, Emma Watson's, and Rupert Grint's, like, was about to end. So people were, like, questioning if they were going to re-sign or not. They have to. I mean, they don't have to have to. But, I mean, like, as you can see, these movies are doing incredibly well. Yeah, they're not going to just stop making the Harry Potter movies in the middle. Can you imagine if that happened? Like, what if they didn't sign back on? I was watching those movies like my family we would go to the movie theater and watch them as they premiered mm-hmm. oh i remember like going to the premiere dates and i was like mom let's yes. go to the midnight one like make i've it been fun. to a couple midnight premieres mm-hmm. and i would it's wear my so Gryffindor fun. scarf so fun even though i'm not a gryffindor what are you ravenclaw really yeah Interesting. guess what i am i think Slyth- you know actually hufflepuff yeah. no slytherin yeah no you're not mm-hmm I don't know. I, you're you've got Hufflepuff energy. That's what Arena says, and I'm like, Have you taken the official test? Hate. Of course, I have. I think you lied to yourself. Oh, I didn't. <laughs> no, I did not. I'm like, don't hate me because you hate me. <laughs> no, Hufflepuff is great. No, I know, but I don't know. You wouldn't understand. You haven't read the books. Just watching <laughs> you read this fucking Wikipedia page is hilarious. <laughs> 
I'm learning a lot, actually. It's very interesting. So finally, all three of them did resign, obviously, as we know. And then mm-hmm. um, and then that was in time for the Order of the Phoenix, which came out in 2007. Um, and I love like how I want to call him Harry. But his name is not that. Um, Daniel said that that film was the most fun to work on. <laughs> Order of the Phoenix is a good one. The book is really good too. That's my favorite one. Is that um, is that the uh like the the games one? Mm-mm. What one is that? The Goblet of Fire. Oh right, right, right. I embarrassingly know quite a bit of Harry Potter. (laughs) (laughs) My mom's like the biggest fan of him too. Um, So in 2010, um, Daniel received nominations for Best Male Performance and Global Superstar at the MTV Movie Awards. Which I want to go big. I want to go back to a time where like he was at award shows. Yeah, because big deal. Yeah. Okay, so uh, this is so he does the last two films, whatever. Um, but then at the end, despite positive feelings about the films, he has no interest in doing any more Harry Potter films, which is yeah. ouch to me. Um, I got you that. I mean, that literally his whole childhood. No, I know. Like, I totally. If I was in his position, I'd be like, okay, I'm done. I'm ready to move on. But also, man, that check. <laughs> Ooh, and you would do it too for a check. check. I'm going back. I don't understand actors who are like, I'm done with that character. That character's done. I don't know. It's their passion. They don't want to ruin it. But I, if I can make more money from it, <laughs> I'm telling you. But okay, so this was around the time that J.K. Rowling was hinting about running writing an eighth book. Like, I don't really know what that would be after i don't know if it would take place after they left off but whatever but um she wrote a play yeah um he says it is very doubtful i think 10 years is a long time to spend with one character which i agree i agree i agree but if it was me i'm going back (laughs) (laughs) um then he did like a whole bunch of other stuff that i think is like never seen yeah it's just like very under the table like he's never done a movie or a show since then that has been as big yeah and i think he wants to keep it that way i think he's a very like low-key indie film actor mm-hmm. I think. he's like i made my money yeah i've been just like, passion projects yeah yeah that's a good yeah i think he was just doing what he wanted to rather than trying to make the check again mm-hmm. i also thought it was funny because he was when um cursed child was which is the broadway play of him was um of him <laughs> of him of harry potter was um you know like first debuting i guess you could say people mm-hmm. kept asking him in interviews like oh like when are you gonna go see it and he said i'm not seeing that <laughs> i'm not seeing that but he said the reason why was because he didn't want like people to be distracted by him in the audience while he's there mm-hmm. so it would like take away from like what's actually happening on stage which is like okay ego but yeah. <laughs> understandable understandable True. like it's it's what would happen um my first Broadway musical that I saw, it was How to Succeed in Business Without Really Trying with Daniel Radcliffe in Oh, it. really? Yeah. So I remember um, 
like the show was like snore you know but um (laughs) and it was saying this about a a classic broadway musical (laughs) like um but it was fun. I was actually in that show freshman year of high school. And it Why was really were you doing fun. that in high school? Ew. We did like the boring shows like that. Um, Sorry. I did the stretch. One. I did that would have been so fun. Yeah, cannot relate. Cannot relate. Bring it on. Bring it on? Mm-hmm. Wow. That must have been so fun. Not for me. I was doing all the work. <laughs> not for me. <laughs> Maybe I'll do, like, every single show that I- We were the first high school. I was at the high school who did In the Heights first. Really? Mm-hmm. We were That's the really first- cool. I went to the high school that did the first. Yeah. And then I think we also did Bring It On first. Wow. Bring It On? That must have been so fun. Isn't that the cheerleader one? Mm-hmm. It was fun in theory, but I was the one who <laughs> had to do everything do all, all of it see i was smart i just was in the background and just had the best time well the whole i was time. the stage manager for all of these shows <laughs> right yeah no that's too stressful for me straight up not having a good time there. <laughs> dude i would be at that school from like seven to sometimes like 10 at night mm-hmm. i was going home just to eat and shower do and it all again and then go back to <laughs> school my God, I don't know how it did not burn out. Anyways, but how to succeed without even trying in high school? Snore. Why would you it was a that? snore? But it was actually like good. Not no, like it wasn't good. <laughs> but like it was like a fun show to do mm-hmm. once you actually like understood what was happening. Yeah. But when I saw for the first time, I had no idea like what was the first happening. Broadway musical that I ever saw was Mamma Mia. Wow. Right? That's a dream to see. And I remember being in the chair like, (laughs) (laughs) Why did it close is my question. Good question. I'd love to work on that show. Why did Escape to Margaritaville close? Also, I just found out that um, Kirk's dad on Glee. Helen, I sent you that. Or you sent me that. I sent you that. I sent you that. Fucking wrote the book to escape to margaritaville <laughs> it explains so much it yes but so what much. is this life that's happening i don't miss the show more than i miss that show and the fact that we were supposed to see it on tour and i was gonna get free tickets for it and that all went th- went out the window it's not right <laughs> it's not right i'm so happy that we got to see it together me too me too okay back to Daniel Radcliffe sorry okay. well okay so I don't know I'm just like <laughs> is anything like this interesting um but I also wanted to say um how I met Dana Radcliffe like two years ago yes because he made his actually I think he was in off-broadway but he made his New York return in in mm-hmm. um a play called lifespan of a fact okay I actually met him twice um and I saw it with my class. He was in Lifespan of a Fact, and that was one of the shows that we were seeing mm-hmm. in our like itinerary, I guess you could say. <laughs> itinerary with the itinerary. Um, but I also like before I saw that we that I was gonna go see it, I bought tickets for my mom and I because like my mom's She's like life goal was to meet Dana Radcliffe. Oh, that's I funny. Like, I love that. I'm, go- I'm gonna meet I'm gonna make it happen because yeah. when we saw um how to succeed in business i think i was still in elementary school oh wow so i was like mom like we can meet him at the stage door back then 
and she was like no like it's too late like we would get home too late and I was yeah. like are you kidding me oh because you would have to go back to Jersey right and we saw the matinee and like he only came out um after the night shows so mm-hmm. it was devastating for me to say the least but um like span of a fact I was like mom like well we have to like meet him like this is our their yeah. life is giving us a second chance to meet him we're not like letting this go so um that was the second time so we met him great my mom got a picture I actually for her Christmas this past December I got her the picture like printed out and framed so now Aww. it's like <laughs> on a shelf in our house that's so nice I'm <laughs> that's so cute um but the first time I met him for some reason they wanted like someone that worked on the show like a producer that worked on the show went to pace and he wanted to like take us he said our professor said that he might be able to take us backstage but that never happened we sort of just like stayed in the house Mm -hmm. like afterwards and he was just like answering any questions that we had yeah but at the same time like Deanna Radcliffe was coming out out of the stage door and I was like I have to I have to go I (laughs) I have to leave so um so we finally like escaped it and there's so many people out there like it's it's all also all the people with like harry potter merchandise like wanting him to sign it and Aww. stuff and i'm like i sort of feel bad for the guy i know because he's just like trying to do something new but but i met him he was great he was amazing um 10 out of 10 guy and also i wanted to bring up that video of him on jimmy fallon <laughs> where he um sings um where he does that alphabet song where he raps the alphabet song i don't know that yes you do no i definitely don't yes you do everyone knows it i'm sending it to you right now no because everyone knows it it's like what everyone knows like if you don't know daniel Radcliffe, you know this video what i remember is he um he would uh wear the same outfit like five days in a row what? So the, so the paparazzi couldn't get pictures of him because oh. it, it, people would be like, this is the same fucking day. <laughs> I don't know this, Emily. What are you talking about? You don't? Why does he sound like that? I've never seen this. He said, why does it sound like that? <laughs> it's because he, like, has to say it, like, very articulate. Um, but, but for some people, like, in my high school, like, talent show or something like that, they would do that rap. The same exact one? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's, like, a challenge that some people do. Interesting. But that's it. I'm sorry my topic was complete trash, but... All right. <laughs> I had fun. Um, you can't do Jacob Sartorius every single week, so no, you can't. <laughs> I promise um we'll do better um next time. Um but thank you guys so much for watching. Thank you so much for watching. <laughs> oh, wait, I meant listen, listening. listening to this very chaotic, hectic podcast. Yes. Um, but where can they find you on socials, Caroline? At Caroline J. Campos on Instagram. And you can follow me at Emily Liz Fink on Instagram and follow us at Not So Famous, Famous. Pod. Woo! Don't forget us to subscribe and really please give us a review. It helps us so much. Give us topic ideas. Give us research yes. ideas. Just give us some <laughs> things to talk about. What do you want to listen to? And we'll yeah. do it. <laughs> like we said, we'll do almost anything for a check. <laughs>
what are y'all putting what are you this will be after the super bowl Mm -hmm. but let us know what gatorade they dumped on yeah let us know let us know what you think it would be before you watch it well, that doesn't make any sense because the Super Bowl already is Sunday, it. and so then this will probably go we'll up put a, Thursday. Actually, I'll put a poll up oh, either today or tomorrow. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I'll bet on it, and we'll see. Well, and that'll tomorrow, be a good story to tell next week. Tom- tomorrow is the Super Bowl, right? <laughs> yeah, so I'll put it up today. Okay, okay, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then next week we can come back and see like what my winnings were. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Bye.